Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, I guess we're living in a world now where people are just V-OK with full weeks, weeks and a half, two weeks of their lives being ripped away from them. Because they're like, my body, my choice. I don't want to wear a mask. So I'll just, when I die, I'll look back and be like, remember that whole week where you could have been with your family? No, you were alone in your room because enough people didn't believe in science and it wasn't worth it for them to wear a mask. And that's what COVID is. Like us just being like super cool with like having your life on pause. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't do anything. You have to stay away from everyone. It's crazy that we're still at this point. And I hear whatever the current variant is, is like awful. And you can get reinfected with it a week later. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Nobody cares. Like in Vegas, it was (sighs) just like somebody had opened the barn doors and animals were just out. Like... And what's even more fucked up is that like I got it, the hotel manager got it, my stepmom got it, my my dad, nothing. Sleeping in bed with my stepmom, nothing. Some people just are cool, but it would stand to reason, of course, if you're a woman, of course the worst thing happens. Do people know you have COVID? I have COVID. Is that? Okay, let's make that part clear. Like a registered sex offender. I have COVID. I I know. It really does. You're like, you say it and you're like, well, now anyone else can blame this on me forever. If anyone who came into car, it's like when you fix someone's laptop and then forever they're like, something's not working right. What did you do? But it's you're like, extra fucked up because nobody that I came in contact with has it. I'm like, who's that diseased motherfucker that like blew at know. me and I got it and like nobody else. Like I was getting my ears pierced forever and like they're all fine. Everybody's fine. But, you know, this is a world we're living in where people are just, like, okay with, like, rights being taken away from other. Like, everyone's just okay with, like, this horrible world that's materializing. And we're like, oh, well, at least I have my Netflix. Which I didn't watch at all. I only watched TikTok. I'm so livid. I was, like, so prepared for today to be the last day. And you tested positive again this morning? I did. So what does that mean? Does that mean another five days of winter? No, it means... It's in you, but it doesn't mean you're communicative, communicable. communicable. <laughs> you are also not communicative because <laughs> And it means, who fucking knows what it means? All of these little markers, like you're, you could spread it, but you can't, but you've got it, but you're fine, but you feel okay, but you don't have it. So stay inside, wash your hands, but don't take a shit. Like, I took all these rapid tests at my house. I took five of them and they were all negative. But I didn't test, I didn't take them again once I was positive. So I don't have like a control group. So who knows? 
You're running some bad science over there. Bad science. Anyways. And it like in a weird way, it's a good week to do it because like all of LA was on vacation, which like no one told me, but that's cool. So nothing was really happening, but it's still just like, I'm disgusted how much TikTok I watched. I didn't watch one TV show. I just watched TikTok and read and stared at the dog. I mean, reading's good. Now, is the dog allowed to go between the healthy and the unhealthy? Yeah, the dog's allowed, but she stays with me because Tibetan Spaniels are loyalists to the crown, and I have the crown. (laughs) As you record from your Tianfu chair, it looks like you skinned her to make the chair that you're sitting in. Skinning is a little aggressive, but uh, (laughs) yeah, she's around. Okay, as you gently plucked her skin off her body. A gentle plucking. I was so bored and alone last night that I Googled like Tibetan Spaniel features. They're very loyal. Did you also Google Chinese mountain dog? No, because she's mostly Tibetan Spaniel and they're very willful and stubborn. They say they're smart. She's willful. Yeah, she's like, I got my own ideas. Anyway, nobody wants to hear about someone else's dog. I get it. And we're here, folks. We're here. Oh, wow. I just recorded this entire intro in a voice memo note to you. And I erased it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I had COVID in Vegas. But tell you what, I'm going to be all cleared up. And I'm coming to see you in Louisville and Indianapolis and two shows at the Ryman in Nashville this weekend. So by the time you're hearing this, just know I will be, well, I won't be checking in because that'll be a Wednesday, but I'll be on my way the next day. When's your special taping? July 23rd in Cleveland. Okay, perfect. See you guys. If you're a fan, wear your best homemade costume and you might be in a little thing we're doing for Netflix. So come on out. Here we are go. Are there a couple tickets left for Let's people be to get? Most of our listeners are two. Canadian. I know that. Uh, there's always tickets. There's always tickets for those who believe. And now it's time to answer your questions because this is my only form of communication with the outside. Okay. KT6093. Says, hi, Eliza. My husband and I had the best time at your show in Charlotte. You and Hunter were amazing. Hopefully, I'm submitting this question correctly. As a millennial, I really should be better at navigating social media. Let me clear this up real quick from Emily. You can comment on our most recent posts if you want to, or you can DM. And if you DM, you will be anonymous unless you say, do not make me anonymous, call me blank. Otherwise, you will be anonymous. Some people are like, I don't care if everyone knows it's me. Hey, it's me, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. I'm having a dilemma about a trip I'm taking in a few weeks. I'll be seeing a pair of my closest friends. Let's call them A and B. We are all in our early 30s and have been friends since middle school. A has been having an affair with a married man for almost three years. At the beginning, I tried to convince her that she had more respect for herself and deserved better, but my efforts were useless, so I gave up. Made my opinion clear about it, and we agreed to disagree. A seems very invested in a future with him and talks about him often. Here's my issue. The last time I was in town, A had only just started seeing him and asked me not to tell B that he's married. Years later, she still hasn't told B this detail and asked me again not to tell. What do I say if B asks me what I think of him? I don't want to betray A's trust, but I also don't want to lie about my feelings. I think he's garbage, and I'm sad that A is wasting her time waiting for him to leave his wife, which he claims he can't do because she won't agree to a divorce. Who knows? Maybe he is actually a cool guy, but any good thing A has said about him to me has always been overshadowed by the fact that he is cheating on his wife. 
what would you do in this situation? Pretend you don't really have much of an opinion on him if asked, or be honest that you think he's trash and out the secret that he is married. Oof. You know, it's kind of telling if she doesn't, like, she knows it's wrong. I mean, can you just not be friends with this person in the first place? That's a tough one. What do you do? Why is she... I guess, yeah, so I guess B is a less close friend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's, given that this has nothing to do with like a sexual relationship, I don't know that it's your secret to tell. Can you, can you say to B when she's like, what do you think of him? Be like, I don't like him. You have to ask A, why? And let her deal with it? Or do you just shrug it off to like mitigate the amount of drama? I think you could just say, I don't like him, but I think you also say to A, like, hey, A, the three of us are going away together. If you're going to be talking about your relationship, which it sounds like that's all you do, maybe let B know what's up. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's fair. Put as much of this on A as possible. And and then it, and then when B's like, hey, like, I've got a question. Like, how do you like him? You could just be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I do like that, though. If you don't want us to ask about him, like, don't talk about him. Although it's kind of hard to do. Be like, what happened to the guy you were dating? Your friend sounds like trash, though. Oh, God. I I know. You're saying this guy is so gross because he's cheating. It's like your friend's pretty gross as well. The friend's grosser, but your friend's gross, too, because she knows it's bad. It's not like she's... I would have more respect if she was like, yeah, he's cheating on his wife. Like, we are going to be together. Like, there is a version where you might be, but... The fact that she's hiding it means she knows this is bad. Like, she's not even all in. She's not. There's no, like, even. She doesn't even have, like, righteous indignation. She's like, let's just not talk about it because I don't want to hear it. Versus just, Mm -hmm. like, defending her love. So, yeah. Ask her. Yeah. How bad do you feel about lying to B? I mean, I would say. It sounds like A is one of those people that she's just talking about all the time. Be like, look, let B know what's up. Because otherwise, this is going to be an awkward trip for all of us. Yeah. I don't know that it's your secret to tell, though. No. I mean, I, yeah, it depends. Are A and B only hang out together because they both know you? Yeah. How big, how close of a friendship is this? Can you skip the trip? Just sounds awful. Oh, <laughs> Just God. Just hang out with them separately. It does gross me out. I'm sorry, girls that, like, sleep with married guys. Like, you also, I have, like, less respect for my friend. I'm like, oh, you're not that smart. Got it. Oh, you think he won't do this to you? Also, it's, why isn't anybody paying attention? It's always the same lies. She won't agree to a divorce. She's a bitch. She won't sleep with me. We're headed for divorce. It's like when you are unhappy, like unless there's like billions of dollars at stake or you can't afford it, like divorces happen. Yeah. Guys always say, not all guys, but it's always the same story. Oh, God. Some girls can be so dumb. Not as dumb as COVID or people who don't believe in science. Anyway. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already 
stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Miss Mischief 420, question. How do you show interest to someone who wouldn't consider you otherwise? I had a long conversation about a, I know you hate them, deep dive bumper sticker on my car. And in the end, the guy left. Short of asking him out, what do I do? No, I don't want to ask him out. I will end up with a I bitch I don't understand man. this question. Context. I don't understand I'm a this nerd. question. I don't so understand how anything. do you, you meet someone, I they're don't talking wanna, about your bumper sticker. I don't want to end up with a bitch man. I think this person has very, they don't want to ask the guy, this girl doesn't want to ask the guy out. Why am I? If they ask does, the guy out, the guy is the bitch man. Why Why does this sound like a talk to text? Like, why doesn't this question flow? <laughs> like none of that, that all sounded like you were translating from English to Japanese to German back to English. Like, I don't, nobody understood what you just said. I don't even care if I have COVID head. Okay, here's the breakdown. I'm ready. If a guy talks to you at your car about your bumper sticker, it seems like a guy that wouldn't necessarily go for you. You're a nerd. He has tattoos. Okay. And you don't want to ask him out. 
What's the solution? I don't think there is one. You either ask him out or you you you, you can't. What are you talking trick him about? Into asking you out. What do you? What is? So if you're a nerd and he has tattoos, never the twain shall meet. What are you I talking? I think they're about? just saying. I think they're just saying this is like a guy that normally wouldn't go for me. And I saw him, and we had a conversation, and he didn't ask me out. Okay. And I don't want to ask him out. How do we go out? You don't, right? I like think, you have to ask him out. Yeah, I think. I think that's that. What's wrong yeah. with asking him out? Big deal. I yeah, I think that that doesn't matter. I, I doubt <laughs> any guy who is worth anything isn't going to be like ew. And if you think he's a bitch man for getting asked out by you, that's on you. That's your yeah. Baggage. There's no problem asking. You know, maybe he's intimidated by you. Maybe you're a beautiful dork. Men tend to not strike up conversations with women they don't find attractive. Like if it's about a bumper sticker and, and I get it, it's like, oh, we can't just talk. No, you can't. You don't tend to do that. So that's the way of the world. Um, I don't think it's a problem to ask him out. Maybe he's nervous. Yeah, we're all dying. Just ask him out. I think who cares? And he's just see if he strikes up another conversation with you. And then be like, do you want to go out? How would you say, how would you like to go down on me? What? Just stand outside by your car and wait. Just stand by your bumper sticker and point at it. Put your foot up on the, on the fender <laughs> and crush your arms and smoke a cigarette and be like, tell me about it, stud. Also, you need to, that's a weird DM. I am not bitch woman. I am waiting for man. Tattoos, no. Nerd, yes. Maybe come, Okay. Amy Z Smith, five, six, five. Look, these are all the people willing to say their names. <laughs> hey, Eliza and gang. Should I tell a pregnant mother of two that I slept with the father of her children? <gasps> I didn't know about her or the kids or her pregnancy when I got that in all caps ensnared background. I'm a 22 year old female in the U.S. Army. I mentioned my job because military personnel are famous for cheating, particularly fathers. Mm. Anywho. I had just gotten out of a three-year relationship and I meet this guy that seems great on paper. Charming, single, at least that's what he told me, and we get along really well. One thing leads to another and we're sleeping together. I then got suspicious of his behavior and found out he has a longtime pregnant girlfriend of five plus years and two very young children She's been pregnant for five years? <laughs> She's very sick. <laughs> do I tell her and risk destabilizing a home for two young kids and one on the way, or do I just move on? Either way, I've cut my losses. I just feel sick knowing that he probably does this on every deployment while he's about to have three kids with this woman that has no idea he's a scumbag. There's your answer. That's tough. That's tough. Tell him. Tell her. I don't know. Tell no, her. No. Why? I, I'm not saying no. I'm just kind of like... Yeah. So she can cut her losses before I she has any more kids with this guy. No, I don't think it's like we only had three kids, but if we if we had five, I'd be like, I don't know, but three, oh well. I think it's tough. I think you're not wrong because you're like, oh, it's this. And probably maybe she doesn't work and this is the main income. I mean, he's still gonna be responsible for those kids. Um, that's tough. I also want to warn you about one thing. Huh. And this is something that I talk about in my special. So, of course, now it's more in the ether. Um, physical retaliation and retribution against women when they stand up for themselves and others. This is the reason when girls are like, and I, this guy cat called me and I got in his face. Absolutely not. Men are typically the more physically violent ones and they are bigger and stronger. And this guy sounds like a real piece of shit. You don't know 
I mean, it's not, I'm not making this up that like men often take situations under their own hands. And like, you don't know this guy's mental history and you don't know what he's capable of. What if you tell his girlfriend that and she chews him out and he comes and he finds you and he, and he beats you up or he like physically retaliates. He's like, and he'll look at it like you messed up my home life. You're a bitch. You're a home wrecker. I would just be very careful because you might be doing this girl a solid. That girl might turn it on you. That girl might tell him, he'll be like, she's obsessed with me. She, I don't know why she reached out to you. I, I just think it's about protecting yourself. And it's unfortunate, but it just feels unsafe. Wait six months and then send a letter or an untraced, an email from a random email address. No, like, that doesn't matter. By then he'll have slept with another girl and it won't be traced back to you. Maybe, maybe, or it will be or you're the only one, he'll still know he did it with you. I just, just tread lightly. There are consequences. It's not that it's fair. He's completely wrong, but some guys have a way of turning it around so that you're wrong, you're the bitch, they're the victim. So just be careful. You're not infallible. Yeah. That's all. I might, number one, can safety, can safety is your concern. <laughs> I just, it's, I just want this woman at home to be, to have all the information, but definitely, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't, like you need to put your safety first. Maybe she's having a great time at home. She's like, good, he's deployed again. We don't have to have any more babies. Yeah, that's awful. And and, and deep down, I always ask her, like say this, is the deep down, and I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, is the reason you want to tell her because you're protecting her or you feel betrayed? Hmm. You know, do it for the right reasons, but just be careful. That's all I can say. I can't say do it or don't do it. Because this isn't like you're in college, your boyfriend cheated, you're letting the girl know. Like, this is the military. This is real life. This man definitely owns a gun. Like, just be careful. Hmm. Fair. Yeah, fair. Anonymous. Hey, Liza and friends. I have a question about ghosting. Context. I finally met a guy on Bumble who seemed like he has his head on straight. I'm 33 female. He is 37 male. We texted for a few days, even talked on the phone for over an hour. It was going so well, and we formed a great connection. He asked me out, and we agreed on Saturday. It was Tuesday at the time. Oh, too far. He proceeded to text me the rest of the week, good morning text and everything. Then the day of the date rolls around, and radio silence. Boom. Ghosted. I'm obviously confused and hurt, and a part of me wants to call his ass out or say something like, did it feel good to ghost me? He's the one that was pursuing me and didn't even have the respect to let me know he changed his mind. I didn't end up texting him again, but I'm curious, what would you do? Do we call these ghosters out on their shit or let them have control and just let it go? Thanks, and you are a rock star. You met on Bumble. Mm -hmm. You're the same age. Uh, He's a little older. And you talked for on the phone. You heard his voice. He didn't Over sound like a hour. robot. Over an hour. And then every day he texted you. And then Saturday, nothing. Right, so I'm assuming Friday he was texting like, hey, and then Saturday, nothing. He got scared and he got backed That's out. That's so and fucking Now gross. he's crying somewhere. It's also we've decided in our society somehow you're weak for having feelings. Like somehow there is a version where it's pathetic if you reached out to be like, hey, I thought we were going out. Yeah. You know, I think there's a version, it's... Part of me is like, okay, did you say something? I mean, I'm not saying he's right, but like, did you reveal something on Friday? Did you say something? If you were texting Friday 
I, I, is there a version where you can reach out to Bumble and be like, I think this guy's just here to waste people's time? You can get someone banned because you might find that he does that. I saw, I must have seen on Reddit. I don't think a friend told me. I don't talk to friends. I must have seen on Reddit cool. where somebody was going on a date. They they had a Bumble and then the guy just didn't get back to him. And that night she's like, are you on, are we on at like 3 p.m.? And he was like, no, I made other plans because I didn't hear from you this morning to reconfirm. And she's like, we That's had weird. a time no, no, no. and place. So I think people, everybody's operating under these weird sets of guidelines and how online dating should go. And, and yet, I mean, it's like, you guys are not compatible. Like, duh, No, you're fine. not compatible. Somebody that's that weird. Look, obviously this guy is one of two things. Either A, a total fucking psycho, B, a child, or C, doesn't really exist and you got catfished. Can you reverse image search him? Can you find his other social media? Make sure this person's real. And if it looks yeah. weird, report it to Bumble. Be like, this is a fake account. Um, but either way, who fucking cares? Like what, what could or he, he's dead? He could have died. I always think that, but it's never true. Unfortunately, what could he, here's my thing. Let's say you reach out. Women always have this thing where I'm going to speak to him and be like, you know what? You're a fucking child. Men don't care. No man is like, wow, she called me immature and an asshole. I guess I really am. People that are this fucked in the head, there's something wrong. It's a vendetta against women. They hate themselves. There's nothing he, you could say that's going to make him feel bad. And there's nothing he is going to say that's going to make you feel better. Because anything that sounds like remorse will be a lie. Like, oh, my aunt got sick, whatever. You certainly, if he came back and he was like, hey, I just got nervous. I still would love to see you. You don't want to see this person. It's a date. You're not asking him to walk a tightrope across a bunch of alligators. So verify this person does this a lot, report it, but there's, don't waste your breath. Uh You can send him a DM and be like, dude, that's a really fucked up way to be in this world. I hope you don't get your fucking block knocked off. (laughs) I mean, there's just a way to be like, I, uh, be like, I hope you feel cool about standing me up. Sounds great. Uh, good luck not dying. I don't know, but don't, Whatever you do, make sure you close that door because you're not interested. In, whatever you say, if you choose to unless, say, no. unless he messages you and says, I was in the hospital. He's not going to. Coma. It doesn't happen, by the way. No, it doesn't happen. So that's it. Whatever you say, just make sure you have the last word because you're not interested in his response. Because he'll be like, see, I thought you were a bitch anyway. Like there was this girl on TikTok that was talking about how she, and I always think this is weird too when girls are like, I'm done with dating. It's like, well- fine. That seems a little short-sighted. But she was like, I'm not interested in dating men anymore. And all these guys were like, you're going to die alone. And she was like, yeah, I know. I'm not interested. Like their biggest counterpoint to her being like, I want to be alone is then you're going to be alone. And she's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So go looking for dumb answers. You're going to get them. Yeah. It's all about how it makes you feel. I wouldn't waste my breath. This person sounds like a total psychopath. And most guys are fucking gutless. And have COVID. Go on. Hi. Hi, Eliza and Emily. Surprise, it's another dating question. I am a 30. <laughs> I have okay. my own place and work as a chemist. I've taken the past two and a half years to work on myself and just do whatever I wanted after a bad breakup. I'm just now starting to actually try dating again. I've been intermittently dating during the two and a half years, but took a lot of breaks too. I've met a guy and we seem to have similar goals slash lifestyle, but he doesn't want to be exclusive at the moment. We've only been talking for a month, and he's really great at communication. He was the one who asked my opinion on exclusivity. 
I told him that that would be something I want in the future, but we would discuss it before. I wouldn't just expect it from him without talking. It seems like we are reading the same book, but on different chapters. I don't plan on waiting for him to change his mind and we'll pursue other people as well, but still enjoy spending time with the current guy. I was wondering what you would do in this scenario. Would you still go on dates with the current guy, even though he doesn't want to be exclusive with anyone at the moment? I'm 100% not going to wait for him. I know what I want and I'm no longer afraid to ask for it. Just curious what your take is on it as well. Well, I've been going out for a month. How many times have you gone out? And have you slept together? We've only been talking for a month. You haven't gone out yet? I assume they've gone out, but not for a month. They started talking on a dating app, I'm assuming, a month ago. I don't know. We don't have enough details. I think exclusivity, I think uh, it depends on the kind of person you are. You like, I don't like to sleep with multiple people. So let's say you've slept together. I think it's totally cool to ask for exclusivity. I mean, you're saying, what am I missing here? You're saying you're still going for other people. I look, you want to be in an exclusive relationship. This guy is waiting to see if something better comes along. And if you're okay with that, then be okay with it. But don't him and haw about it. Right. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're saying like, oh, you've made up your mind, but you just want to see what Eliza says. Well, that's because you want to make sure that you made the right choice, which is fine. I think everybody wants some sort of validation, but it's like, I'm not surprised that after just a month of talking, this guy doesn't want it. Also, it's pot- he brought up exclusivity and then you were kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know, I want it. But, and he was just like, oh, okay, well then fine. We don't need to do that right now. The situation might be different if you asked for it. I also don't know what you're doing. Like, have you only gone to dinner? Have you slept together? Like, I need more info. If you've been sleeping together for a month, it is more than normal to be like, I'd like to be exclusive. Even, I've always mm-hmm. said to guys, like even just from, and I continue to say to men, even just from a health and safety standpoint, but never forget that you are worth something and you'd like to meet someone who's so into you that they would like to explore the options with you, not date mm-hmm. around and just see. And it's not that mm-hmm. it has to be immediate fireworks with someone, but what he's saying is like, I'd like to just kind of, and you're you're both kind of playing both sides of the fence, but I don't mm-hmm. know if you're sleeping together or not. But yeah, a month? Is that a month every night? Is that once a week? Let us know. Yeah. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, "Mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. 
Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, folks, um, I've decided to, you know, a lot of people, they write in their questions and, you know, we have fun, we tee off, but I was like, what if there was a question that had no real emotional stakes because we don't know the person? So turning our eyes to Reddit, the am I the asshole, A-I-A, so it's A-I-T-A. Fine. It's A-I-T-A. Since when do we include the in an acronym, but whatever. It's A-I-T-A on A-I-A. Especially because everybody submitted that mini Mickey, like multiple yes. people submitted that question. So we would love, if you have a question you want Eliza to weigh in on from Reddit, send it. I personally am scrolling through AITA on both top and controversial every night in my bed. But if you see one, send it our way. So basically, uh, was a- I think this is a great way to gauge the social temperature of a, the temperature of a society. And this way we can all fucking weigh in. No one's going to feel bad. Everybody love the Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse question, so we're ready. It's AITA on AIA ATM. Here we go. AITA for refusing to sing a song I've written for my girlfriend on my sister's wedding. I'm a sucker for music and songwriting. I haven't written many songs, let alone record, but I had good inspiration. I wrote a very touchy one for my girlfriend who I've been with three years. I even synthesized music for it, and I want to record it and personally give it to my girlfriend since it's special for us. My family asked me to play them the song since it's the first song that I finished, and I did. My sister was very touched, and she asked me to play that song on her wedding day for her and her husband. I said I can try making another song for them if I have the time and inspiration, but I don't want to play this one because it's personal for me and my girlfriend. It's about our relationship. It's about sex. It's about sex with your girlfriend. (laughs) Ew. She insisted that it's not a big deal and she wants me to play the song. I said, I don't want to. It's personal. She then pulled the, it's my wedding card. I'm your sister. Can't you do me this favor? Can't you make your sister happy? I said again, no. I told her I'd try to write one for her and her husband, but I'm not playing mine. Plus, it would be more touching for me to write their own song. She and my parents then proceeded to claim that it would be more appropriate for me to sing that song for my sister and her husband on their wedding day since they've officiated their relationship and are not just boyfriend and girlfriend. That hit the nail on the head for me. And I said, you know what? Fuck you all for what you're doing. This isn't fair at all. And the fact yeah. that you're undermining my relationship to make a point is shitty. My parents, my sister, and her husband are now bugging me about this. They say I'm a very selfish person who can't do his sister a small favor. And how I'm very uptight about this. AITA. 
oh my God, Ew. why is this such a weird, that's so creepy that your sister's like, it's so creepy. that song about passionate lovemaking with your girlfriend, I need it. I need it. <laughs> There's no way it's good. I'm sorry to this There's man no way. or whoever <laughs> wrote this question who said inspiration struck and he synthesized his own music and he barely ever records. There's no way. There's no- it's so incredible. The second you said it, I was like, the song's terrible. There's no yes. way. It reminds me of that episode of The Office where Jan Levinson Gould has, she's like dating Hunter and he has that song about the first yeah. time they had sex. Make me a man. <laughs> There's no way it's good, period. Let's say it's even somewhat good. Your sister is being a bitch. She wants it, not because of the song, but because she doesn't like that there's a song about someone else. Yeah, it's super weird. You are not the asshole, and it's really sexually creepy that she wants to have her first dance to a song written about being, like, balls deep in your girlfriend. Especially because all the other family members are like, well, this would be more suited for married people and not just boyfriend and girlfriend. I was like, what is happening in this song? It, like, they're like, this is only about people who are officially together under is, the eyes of the Lord. It's weird. It's all super weird. And you should say to your sister, it's a song about another woman. I mean, all songs are, but yeah. that is very weird. And now she's digging her heels in because she's just like, it's my day, which is... It's your day within the context of the wedding. You can't like crash the UN and be like, it's my day. So I'd like to (laughs) dissolve the Geneva Convention. (laughs) Okay. It's your day within the walls of the Sheraton for six hours. (laughs) That really is. I mean, I also subscribe to the subreddit wedding shaming. Like people get so berserk around weddings. It's very thrilling. Also, I love it. Yeah. There's no way that song is good. Poems, no songs, way. original dances. It's all so weird. But I also love that this guy is so committed to like the magic of it all that he's like, I'll yeah. write you guys a song if inspiration strikes. Should inspiration strike, just send me some nudes of you and Ralph and I'll write it. No, your sister's <laughs> a nut. <laughs> And I have one other short wedding one that that I think is very okay. funny. But some of these questions, you know, you read them and it's so clearly that the person is not the asshole. So you're like, you just wrote this in because it's like a good story, not because you actually want someone to weigh in. But just following Mickey and Minnie, I thought this was critical to know that people like this are out here. W-I-B-T-A, which is would I be the asshole? There's also, you know, questions about possibility. <laughs> If my spouse and I had just appetizers for a wedding guest, but a full roast chicken for ourselves, (laughs) we're trying to save money where possible for the wedding ceremony and are using Publix for the catering. Okay. Do you know what Publix is in California? Yeah, I know. Okay, Okay. Publix is. It's a grocery store chain. It's like a Ralph's, a Kroger, yeah. I have them in Florida. I know that. And, And people love the Publix bakery. They do, and they're sand. They have like a decent sandwich, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Catering is catering. So, okay. Yeah. My wife Wait, thinks the guests will did be. Did you a- just say they have a decent large sandwich? No lunch sandwich. Oh, okay. As opposed to, uh- as though that's di- different than dinner. Like you wouldn't go there for like a hot uh, Italian sub, but you go there and you get like a turkey. Okay. On like white. You okay. you have your order. Don't act like you don't have your order at Publix. Okay. My my wife thinks the guests will be okay just eating finger foods such as fruit and vegetable trays, assorted Ooh. cheeses, wings, chicken tenders. But she knows she'll be hungry and won't be satisfied with just those. She wants just her and I to also have a roast chicken at the table. I think some sides too. 
I think it would be incredibly rude to have an openly much better meal than our guests would have, us staring apart a full bird while they munch on tenders. Conversely, I'd be perfectly fine with just the appetizers for everyone, us included. The cost for every table to get a roast chicken would put us at like $30 a plate, according to her, and that's not saving money. With every decision we make, she justifies them by saying, it's our wedding, it's ours, not anybody else's. She didn't want to have a wide variety of options to cater to others either. She only wanted stuff she'd like. I think we'd be total assholes to go through with her idea, that is so <laughs> horrid to be like, we're getting the full bird. You only get strips of the bird. But it's so disgusting to eat a full meal and be like, the guests should be fine. Why would they be fine and you wouldn't be? They're eating a vegetable and ranch tray from the supermarket. And these guys are like tearing off a wing. Not only that. <laughs> These are appetizers, so they will be wetting their appetite. These people will be ravenous, and they will eat your face. That is so tacky. The better move would be for you to not have chicken at all and just do heavy apps, okay? That is so rude and so... The point is, for that matter, why don't you just have people come in handcuffs and just sit there and watch you dance? <laughs> what is wrong with people? I just love the idea that this bride is like, let them eat tenders, but I'm too hungry for that. It's like, are you hungrier than like your uncle Ralph? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I know I won't be satisfied. No. Chickens for <laughs> all. Won't be either. And at the very least, if you can't afford that, <laughs> appetizers for everyone. And if she is really that ravenous, she can pack a sandwich in her pocket and go to the bathroom and eat it. But that is so rude. Well, and I know like Publix, I feel like it's like light foods. It's like, right? It's like chicken tenders. It's like little sandwiches. It's like little fruits and veggies. Get some like pot stickers and heat those up. Get some, like hit a Trader Joe's. Like if you're doing a grocery store catering, there are ways to make it feel like get a bunch of pinwheel sandwiches no, that they you know have. They it's, can it's, figure it out. Here's what you do. Tell her to get a vitamin IV drip hooked up and she can just have that attached to her the whole ceremony. So she's getting filled with nutrients and everybody else can fuck off. This woman <laughs> doesn't deserve a wedding. That's so tacky and weird and gross. But I think at the very least, hey, heavy past apps, no dinner. Uh, and that's that. You don't eat in front of your guests and don't give them food. That's so weird. I'll make a chocolate fountain at my wedding and put like a guard at it and be like, no one else can use it besides me. And then just stick my hands in there like I'm Augustus Gloop. <laughs> and the groom was never heard from again because he fell in the chocolate fountain. <laughs> He's in there. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, okay, so those are not our, our our listeners. Those are internet listeners, but uh, not listeners. Thus concludes A-I-T-A on A-I-A. Okay, back to the hard-hitting questions. Hi, A-I-A crew. I'm a 30-year-old woman working in a male-dominated field. I was recently promoted at work. I have a supportive network of women of all ages at my company, and one of the older women is someone I've always considered a mentor. She's a manager and still above me hierarchically, though not my direct report. I guess I'm not her director. She's always talked me up to other people and been willing to impart wisdom and teach me to do new things. I admire her, and I try to return the favor by showing her things I can do with software and by talking her up to coworkers. The only source of tension in the past has been that she insists on talking politics no matter how many times I tell her I don't want to discuss it due to our differences. I am far left, she is far right, and calls liberals crazy snowflakes while insisting I be open to her views. Probably the reason I have COVID. Since I was promoted, something feels odd. She seems more argumentative yep. and more assistant, insistent on her own opinion when I disagree on how to handle things. 
Her style is aggressive, and while I respect that in a woman, I'd rather handle things with a direct but gentler touch. She also refused to provide me with the tool I needed to handle a duty that came with my promotion because she said I did not have authorization and that she didn't think I would be given it. When I reached out to my supervisor to obtain authorization, she snapped at me in the email that she was already handling it and then called me to chew me out for involving my boss. It was dismissive, condescending, patronizing, and just mean. I don't know why she wants to gatekeep the author- the authorization for this duty because she's constantly backlogged and tells people she's busy to get them too busy to get them what they need while refusing to offload work to those who want to learn. I know from watching others interact with her that snapping back doesn't work. Professional and courteous email replies don't work. And you can't really use reason either because she is stubborn. Asking my boss to intervene would 100% aggravate matters. I know most other people in the company have had this exact issue with her, but never ever me. Our relationship felt very special. She's always been kind and respectful in her way until now. I know something else could be going on in her life. This might not be related to my promotion at all, but what do I do? Talking to her gives me so much anxiety, but our work requires it, and she honestly feels more like a bully now. Please help. I don't want to burn this bridge, but I feel attacked and wounded. Thanks for making my Wednesday. It is. She's threatened by you, and you went from being her protege to a formidable opponent. So that is Mm -hmm. what has happened, and it's a shame that women do this to each other and that people do this to each other. So she was fine when you were markedly beneath her, but now that you're becoming more of an equal, she has a problem with it. Okay. So what you do, you pull her aside, you go to your coffee break, whatever, whenever you're allowed to take your 15 minute trough break. And you say to her, Hey, can I, uh, may I, can we, can we chat for a second? Be like, I just want to kind of put this out there and she'll gaslight you. And she'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have time. The important thing here is that you're heard. And you say, Mm -hmm. you know, I really value our relationship and I always looked up to you and I still do. Um, And I feel like when I've come to you or asked for stuff, you get frustrated with me or perhaps I've overstepped my bounds. I would like to know from you because I want to give you, and I always tell my listeners this, I want to give you the respect. Always say this because egomaniacs eat this up. Stupid people eat this up. I want to give you the respect of coming right to you. I don't need to involve people and I don't want to make it look bad that we're two women who are discussing this. I want to give you the respect of saying, what's the best way for us to work together? If I need something or if I want something or if I'm trying to move forward and I I do look up to you, what's the best way to do this? Is it email? Give her all the widest berth to be like, oh, I prefer this, this. Showing her deference, being the bigger person and she'll gaslight you and she'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have time for this. You could always just do X, Y, and Z and then do it. Do exactly as she says. And if she becomes too insolent, then honestly, you can involve a higher up and you can let that bridge burn because you don't necessarily need her, but you're trying your best. So give it best effort and then be prepared to leave her in the dust. There's a reason at your age, you're moving up that fast. Yeah, and I, I will say, you know, you're saying, oh, she never did this to me, but you knew she did this to other people and she didn't do it to you because she thought you would be a value or that she could manipulate you or whatever. I don't think it's quite as caring as you might think it is. And maybe it is. Maybe she genuinely wants you to do well, but it sounds like now that you're not under her thumb, she's exactly. ba- she's treating you how she treats everyone else. Somebody's nice to you and not nice to everyone else. They're not a nice person. Yeah. So do what you need to do, but keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And other platitudes. I'm serious. Like, be like, what can I do? Be like, how do we move past this? How do we work in the same space? Do you prefer emails? Do you prefer phone calls? You're always saying how busy you are. So here we are. We're trying to offload some of this work. She won't appreciate it, but at least you're being direct. Don't. Mm -hmm. And I would just say these things. You know, you could put it in an email, but part of me is like, if you say it, then there's no way to misinterpret stuff. 
And then if yeah. she's a bitch, be like, fine, we'll leave you in the dust. Yeah. Just go back to your own supervisor because it sounds like she really doesn't need to have much to do with it. Yeah. And be willing to walk away from that friendship. It's not really mm-hmm. a friendship. Also, that language is completely unacceptable, particularly at work. Snowflake crazy people. So, I mean, she doesn't sound like the brightest person, but there is nothing scarier than a stupid, per- an angry, stupid person who thinks they're smart. I think it's the most dangerous person in the world are stupid people yeah. that like think they know all the angles that don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a question, but wanted to say how much I love and appreciate the pod and what you bring to it. I came across this wacky holiday and that of the sweet snow peach. July 10th is don't step on a bee day. And I pray she never steps on another bee, let alone two in the same day ever again. So it is July 10th. Praise be. Don't step. Praise be. <laughs> uh, and she hasn't since. I, uh, I would take it a step further and save a bee. Don't just not step on it. We need to be doing all we can. Although I do feel bees are getting dumber. This morning, a bee was circling my coffee and it just landed right in the coffee and started to die. So I spilled out the coffee, rinsed them off. I'm like, why would you land on something brown and liquid? It wasn't even water. <laughs> Anyways, I, I saved him. They're having a tough time. Is today the 10th? Oh my God, I saved a bee and I didn't step oh, on it. there him. you go. Praise bee. Now you have good luck for the whole year. Good no, bee luck. I could use some. Now. Hey, Eliza, I have a question. I'm a 32-year-old woman dating a man that is 58. We have been together for six years, and he is great. He's clean, a great cook, successful, kind, communicative, lets me be my own person, etc. But with one problem, the sex. He's a super routine guy, like he only wants to have sex on one specific day of the week, Sunday. He barely puts any effort into it all now, and it seems like he's just trying to get it over with. At the beginning of the relationship, it was really great, spontaneous, and he actually did all the stuff I liked, but it's gotten so boring now. Who the hell wants to have scheduled weekly sex with someone who seems like he's not into it and never initiates? I'm not used to this at all. Past boyfriends have had the opposite issue where they won't get off of me. What would you do in this situation? I've talked to him about it several times, and he always says he'll do something about it, but never does. Thanks. Now, this follow-up. Also, why do people shit on the age difference thing? A lot of people have said really hurtful comments to me about it in the past. Like, I'm just in it for the money, even though I make as much as he does, or that's disgusting, or he's going to die before you, and they laugh in my face about it. I don't understand how they can support the whole love is love movement with everyone else while simultaneously shaming people like me for being with the person I love. It's like I met him when I was 10, and I feel like everyone after a certain age is kind of just all the same, you know? You look, okay. you, hold on. You didn't, you didn't meet him when you were 10, but it wasn't, it wasn't long after. And 20, she met him when she was 26 and 26 and 52. No, so this, no, is she's, a, she met him she, at 26. 32 and 58. Right. Yeah. And he right. was 52. Right. This problem you're having is related to the age difference. No, That's why people. Right. Hold on. Before we answer all that, the answer is he has low testosterone. He needs, that's what it is. This is men get older and they lose testosterone. He's suffering from low T. This is a medical diagnosis he needs to deal with. Uh, and that is why he has less of a sex drive. It has nothing to do with you. And this is something that happens to men as they get older. It's not all men. And it may not even be him. But that's what this is, okay? Um, and if he doesn't want to address it, then that's the way it's going to be. As far as the age difference goes, look, I don't know you. I don't know him. My bigger issue is that we are very okay 
when, oh wait, you know what? No, that makes sense. I was like, we're very okay when it's a guy with a younger girl, but somehow you saying you like it, it's disgusting. But if he likes you and we're his friends, somehow we're like, well, she just must be young and hot. I don't really care about that. My bigger issue yeah. is making sure that you're happy with this. And the answer is he has low T and he probably doesn't want to talk about it, but he needs to see a physician uh, and like take supplements or whatever the proper course of medication is for that. And I will say after a certain age, yeah, like an age difference doesn't matter that much. Let's say you're like 70 and 80. Sure. I don't think it's gross, but I think 26 and 52, 32 and 58 are pretty different life stages. And yeah. if you are on the same page about kids and, and retirement and everything, great. But I think that's kind of the the sticking point. And I'm sure people do make stupid jokes, but they'd be making stupid jokes about him for another reason yeah, if he was your age. I think you're okay with that. You're asking me why people are awful or, I mean, because typically you are, like Emily said. The reason they make jokes is because it doesn't really make sense. Usually that relationship works because here's an older guy with money. And and, and there's, there's actually nothing wrong with this. He has the resources to do stuff. You're young and you want to do stuff and it's mutually beneficial. Let's say you really do love each other and these are the bodies you're in. Who fucking cares? The bigger mm-hmm. issue is what this will drive you apart because being in a sexless relationship and not being the same age, having had decades of sex... Uh, that's going to be really tough for you. So get a physician involved. Have you had a conversation with him about why it's like only... Like at what point did he say, no, only Sundays? Like on a Friday, did you... And you tried to initiate and he was like, no, Sunday is our day. Like, was that even a conversation or just you've picked up on a pattern? Like he only likes to have sex after you guys go to church? Like, has a conversation been had here or have you just kind of assumed this is his schedule? Sunday's also the end of the week. So it seems like he's just pushing it off. Like Sunday at 10 p.m. That way we don't have to think about it for the next week. free for the week, yeah. Yeah. See, see a doctor. That's it. And then and then go from there. Mm. Hi, crew. I'm a bride-to-be in just a week, the 16th of July, and my friends have not thrown me a bachelorette party yet. Ooh. I know there is still time, no, but I'm no, currently no. feeling so depressed about this. I have five bridesmaids, and they have not been having to take any part in planning the wedding since most of my friends live a few hours away by car. I've also paid for all their dresses and I'll pay for them getting their makeup done. Whoa. I've also been super chill about them not having to wear the dress I picked for more I picked for more than the ceremony and they get to choose their hair and makeup themselves. The only thing they have to pay for themselves are getting to the wedding and their accommodation, but that would maybe be $250 tops each and uh, that's pushing it. Is it okay for me to be mad about this and should I bring this up or am I just an entitled bride? Um... I think it's kind of, they might be like, hey, you said this was okay. Did they come to you and they were like, we don't want to wear these dresses? I, I like, well, so her concern is less, she's like, I've been chill about the dresses. I've paid for that. I've paid for this. I've been chill about all of it, but they haven't planned a bachelorette party. I would, I'd be interested to know what you've allowed thus far. And also remember, and women do this, like they're not mind readers. So if you were chill and it was never a conversation, they're going to be like, well, we didn't know you want it. Did you say, hey guys, where's my party? Is anyone planning this? Or did you assume one person just secretly does it? Because what normally happens is the maid of honor and you kind of plan it together, but she takes hold of it. So I don't know that it's their fault. And do you even have a maid of honor? Did you express interest in this? I Uh think it's, I think you're kind of like compiling a case against them but if you've been okay with everything, then I think that's just the mistake that you made. I also would drop all these bridesmaids. They sound boring. They I just think, yeah, you've kind of let everything be pretty chill. 
And unless you have a maid of honor and said to her, you know, I'd love to have some sort of, I know everybody lives a few hours away, but I'd love for us all to try to get together for something like, yeah, they might've all assumed someone else was doing it. Like, I think it just, we we assume that bridesmaids and maids of honor and stuff are going to do so much. Like this stuff doesn't just happen by magic. It takes money and time and planning and like the world's falling apart. Like it's, I don't think anyone, unless maybe you're not close to any of them. Maybe they all like, can't drive in. Maybe they're all neurosurgeons. I think you, you know? were hoping that secretly they were planning something. And if you mm-hmm. want it to happen, then I suggest you get them all on email and be like, hey guys, or get the maid of honor and be like, are we doing anything I would like to? Can somebody plan that? Ask for it. Mm-hmm. They don't sound the most Might involved, now though, be, But don't fault well, them so, for not reading your mind. By the time this comes out, it will be... She'll be getting married this weekend. Okay. Do you do a post-wedding bachelorette or is it kind of like, you absolutely no, we missed can. the boat? No, you absolutely can't because to be honest, it's not like you were going to do anything at the bachelorette party that you couldn't do after you got married. You're like, oh, I was going to fuck 10 dudes, each with a blindfold. Like you can still yeah. party and celebrate. You probably won't want to because you'll be married and you'll just have, have you will have, have had, 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 had wedding. You will have had, you will have just have had a wedding. <laughs> um... But yeah, they can't be mind readers. Let us know if you asked for it and they ignored it though. Yeah. Hi, AIA team. This is from Katie. I will probably be in the car with my husband you to answer this question. So no need to stay anonymous. Ha ha. Okay. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. I have been such a huge fan of Eliza for a long time. And recently, my husband has become a big fan of the pod. We save up episodes. Welcome. (laughs) So we can binge listen during our monthly road trips. And always have to stop between questions to discuss thoroughly. Lots of great conversation starters. I love that. That's so cute. I love that they're hearing a question and then they're like, what would we say? What would we? Instead of probably Eliza and Emily. What would Katie and Rolf say? <laughs> Here's my question. <laughs> Recently, my husband made the comment to me that I don't like any of his friends. Mm. He isn't entirely wrong. <laughs> friends that he made prior to meeting me just aren't the kind of guys I would choose to be friends with. I know that I don't have to be friends with them, but I would like to be able to visit with people without feeling like it's a chore. Any advice for how to get over their grading personalities and be more receptive when we see them? Context. Husband and I are both in our early 30s, have been married for four years, and are both active duty army. As a result, our interactions with his friends are few and far between, which is why I want to make sure I'm making the most of my husband's limited time with his friends when we are able to see them in person. My husband thinks that I dislike them because of immature personalities, but I'm not sure if that's exactly it. We are planning to see a number of them during our winter leave this year, so I have some time to prepare. Thank you and love the pod. We were supposed to come see you in Vegas this October, but we had some training days change and now have to miss the show. Looking forward to the next time the timing works out. Well, I can't answer for you why you don't like them, but I also wonder, you've been married for four years, so I wonder, did you meet them when you were a teeny bit younger and you got it? Yeah, I did. No, no, the girl, like when she was introduced to them. Um, and did you get a bad impression? Um, do they remind you of when you were younger and you've matured? You know, I would, you need to get to the root of what it is. It could just be they're not great dudes and they're immature. Maybe they're not married also and you just don't get along. These things are fine unless they've done something awful. Like, you know, the guy sexually assaults women or he's a piece of shit or he, whatever. You can be civil and that's it. I don't think a ton is required of you as the wife. They're there to see him. They don't actually care if you're there. They really don't. 
And I think the I'm not tough done. part. <laughs> Chirping at me. And you're there. And so there's a way to be civil. You know, is there a way to find the good in them? But I'm saying the first, because you're even in this question, you're like, I don't think that's quite it. So I think you need to figure out what it is you don't like about them. And, and ask your husband what it is that he does like about them. And he'll give you a dumb boy answer like, well, actually, no, it's the military. I mean, these dudes could have saved your husband's life. You don't know what they did. So who knows? It sounds like every time they hang out, it's because they are traveling to see them. So these aren't casual hangs where the guys come over and yeah. her husband and the guys eat some chips and dip and she can maybe dip in and dip out. It sounds like they're going and staying with these guys, visiting these guys. That's a higher pressure situation than just the bros coming over. So, so you're funny. just at a disadvantage there. When you're in their territory, they really want to see your husband. You're also there. I, it, it's just a weirder situation that that where you can't just let them hang out. Otherwise, I'd say, like, have your husband go hang out with them without you. But it yeah. sounds like you only see them when you go travel. And that's is there just, I'm just, a girlfriend. Is there a wife? Are there, is there some female energy that you can hang out with? Are there any? It can't be all of them you don't like. But again, we really can't answer this until you figure out and verbalize what it is you don't like. Mm-hmm. because there's two options. There's there's the version where they suck and they're the wrong vibration and your husband's like, yeah, well, we finger painted together in fourth grade, which is code for something else. Or there's the version where you're being a pill and a stick in the mud. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay if they're different, but if they're bad, it's, you know, um, but it doesn't cost you much to just like have a beer, hang out and just let it all kind of wash through you. So we got to mm-hmm. know. We got to know why you don't like them. Top of the cup. A tip of the tip. It's the top of the cup. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cup. My bottom is I'm sick of babies in movies. I'm sick of every movie being about somebody trying to have a baby or a baby changes them or a kid changes them. That has happened in the new Thor. So many movies are like, this woman can't have a baby and now she has to rediscover herself. Or there's a new kid. Somebody, a lone wolf, meets a child that they have to raise and it changes who they are. I'm so bored of it. I'm sick of it. Yep. It happened in Logan. It happened in, I'm just sick of that as, as every plot point, every movie. I'm so bored of it. I, as a woman, everything I read for is like, this woman wants to have a baby. One last hurrah before she has a baby. As a woman who's had a baby, I don't want to hear about babies. I find it so pejorative and so one note that everything is about, oh, my eggs, my egg. No, we, we don't, we don't want this. It is so fucking personal and gritty. And if you don't have to deal with it, why? Like if you're a 25-year-old girl, like why would you ever want to hear about someone freezing their eggs? If you were a 35-year-old girl, why would you want to hear about menopause? It's it's not fun. These are sacred things. I completely agree. Every movie that's offered to me is like, when her ovary falls out, she takes one last girl's weekend to save her egg and maybe adopt. Is she a good enough? Like, what? Guys are getting to make movies like Pineapple Express. They're going to foreign countries. They're getting kidnapped. There's tigers and women are like, will I be a good mother? Like, it's enough. We can do more. It's, yeah. Okay. That's my bottom of the cup too. That was my bottom. I think your bottom is that you have COVID. Yeah, I got COVID real bad. COVID real bad. My bottom. COVID and everybody else is fine except for me and it's just sucking minutes of my life away. It's so fucking boring. Top of the cob. What's your top of the cob? 
I love leaving an Etsy review. I love getting a nice, fun little thing and then leaving a five-star review and saying, this was nice and fun. Thank you to this person. I like that. Like a positive review. I like putting positivity. Uh, Here's a little top of the cob. So two weeks ago, before I was Typhoid Mary, (laughs) Noah and I got in bed and we like heard about this restaurant that was awful. And Noah, of course, always has like restaurant, restaurateur insight. So we went on Yelp. Okay, here's what it was. Chili's is offering sushi. I'm blanking what? on the name that they're doing it. I But they're offering sushi. And it's really cute packaging. But we're like, there's no way this is good. And when you go on Yelp, I think it was Chili's. I'm pretty positive it's Chili's. When you go on Yelp, all the reviews are terrible. All of them were like one star. This food was horrible. I got like the, f- the fish was warm. This is super gross. So we started enjoying sort of affirming. We already knew it would be gross reading all the bad reviews. And then somehow we got into this thing about looking up people who give a lot of Yelp reviews. Because I'm like, who is this person? Because there are people like they make it their lives and they get the badges. We notice a lot of people that give a lot of reviews either give like all five stars and they are rating everything. Like a 7-Eleven, a water fountain at LAX. Like it's either five or one. Anyways stumbled upon this one girl who reviewed like a cute mom and pop breakfast shop in the Valley. Uh And I thought this was kind of annoying because she gave it one star and she was this blonde white woman. And she was like one star eating there. And she goes through like what they ordered. She's like, we both ordered the breakfast skillet. And then when my friends came, his had bacon. My friend is Muslim. And we said no bacon. And I was like, you... Like, you know, you wrote this just so you could tell everyone that you have a Muslim friend. And by the way, like, it's a mistake. It's not an assault on all things holy. Plenty of Jews don't eat pork. And she, and so, but she made it as if, like, just by writing like, and he's Muslim. It's like, he's not deathly allergic. Like, you'll be fine. What I loved was, but I'm like, all right, whatever, that sucks. Because the restaurant can respond. And the manager Uh wrote, Hey guys, I remember you came in. This one-star review isn't fair. We comped your entire meal, as I recall. And like, like we comped your meal and his meal. So when you come back in, like ask for Eric next time. Like that's so fucked up to like make a mountain out of a molehill and you got the meal for free and you still gave them a bad review and didn't say anything about how, for a mom and pop place, like, fuck you. Yeah, you got the wrong food. It's like, unless they, unless you had said, hey, actually, like, I don't eat bacon, you know, can you get me a new one? And they went, fuck you exactly. and shoved and a piece of bacon up your nose. Spelled and like, it why out are you leaving a bad review? in bacon on the dish. Like the fact that <laughs> yeah. my friend is Muslim, like, wow, you're so open-minded. Look at that. A white person <laughs> with a Muslim friend. You deserve everything. Get out of here. What a bitch. Two comped meals. Yeah. The whole thing was comped and you still left a bad review. Like you're the reason everything's broken. People like you. <laughs> Yes, this Yelp review. I love, it made me want to go there. And I'm going to ask for Eric and be like, I'll eat that bacon. Can I have all the bacon other people don't want? He's just so fucked up. Eric. I was like, you went from being like this, like, look at me. I'm not, I can't be a Karen. I have a Muslim friend to being the biggest Karen. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, folks. I'll see you, uh, what will we call it? Southeast, Midwest, Southeast, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. Louisville, 
and Nashville this weekend. And then coming up, Cleveland for that big taping on July 23rd. Yes, you should make a trip out of it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.